Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Popcorn Score. This is Kay. And today we're going to be talking about Black Widow. We finally get the continuation of the MCU for the first time in two years since Spider-Man Far From Home. Although we have had the shows and the shows have been amazing. But honestly, there's nothing like an MCU movie. I mean, it is called the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And yeah, this is a great Welcome back into the theaters for the MCU. So yeah, I've Black Widow was uh, was really good actually. I at least I found it. I know it's got some mixed reviews, but I really enjoyed it. And yeah, it's a really fun and entertaining action movie. It is what it is, you know. Now Black Widow, for those of you who don't know, takes place right after Civil War. So Captain America: Civil War ends with Natasha on the run. And this movie basically picks up hours after that, after she is running away from uh, Thunderbolt Ross as he pursues her because she has now violated the Sokovia Accords when she attacked T'Challa to try and let uh, Steve and Bucky run away from the airport. I mean, first off, let's go with the great stuff. So the performances were all amazing all around. Obviously, Scarlett Johansson is amazing as Natasha yet again. But the real standouts, I'd say, are Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. I think that's how you pronounce her name again. Yeah, Yelena Belova. And then David Harbour as Alexei Shostakov or the Red Guardian. Now, those two are really standout um, actors in this movie. And in fact, for better or worse, I would say Florence Pugh's Yelena Belova is almost like a co-star of this movie. I'd say she's almost like a lead, more so than even Natasha Romanoff, which is a little weird (laughs) in a Black Widow movie. But yeah, I feel like she gets almost more focus placed on her. But I mean, it's fine because Florence Pugh is amazing in this role. I mean, she's hilarious. She's got all the physicality and then the moves and everything like down pat. And then David Harbour is just freaking hilarious as the Red Guardian. And I kind of hope we see more of him as this sort of Russian counterpart to Captain America, but who's also a little unhinged and crazy as well. And yeah, I really liked the dynamic, the family dynamic of this sort of fake spy family that they've created for themselves, you know, with with Natasha and Yelena, as well as Alexei, and then of course, Rachel Weisz's uh, Melina. And it's it's the themes of like, you know, forgiving family stands out quite a bit, especially when you know that after the events of this movie, she goes on to sort of try and rebuild her other family, the Avengers. And yeah, I like how that how those two themes kind of like work into each other. And so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. The action scenes, I would say, are really great for the most part. Um, you know, you have sort of the James Bond, Bourne-esque type fight scenes, as well as your usual Marvel superhero flares. But I think one thing this movie I don't quite like about it is some of the action scenes start to venture into that sort of like fast and furious levels of craziness as these characters are surviving situations unfazed where it's just like absolute madness like there there's no way that you would survive some of these things pretty much unharmed and it it borders on just ridiculous and so you start to feel a little disconnected 
and you're not even really concerned for the characters because it just seems so ridiculous. It's sort of like when Dom, you know, jumps out of a moving car to catch Letty on the highway going like 70 miles an hour. It's like, yeah, that impact should have killed you, but some for some reason you're still okay. But by this point, I just don't care. And I feel like the MCU, while it is more fantastical and more crazy things, I've, I don't feel like I ever got that feeling in, in many of the other movies. But this one, for some reason, I think maybe because Natasha and, and everybody else are all quote-unquote regular humans. I mean, they're not regular humans, but, you know, they are very outstanding people. But it's just like, it still kind of pulls me out of the movie a bit. But speaking of the Bond and Bourne-esque type action scenes, I love how this whole movie is kind of like an homage to spy genre movies. It's like the MCU's spy movie. I mean, it's got plenty of references to famous spy movies like the James Bond series or the Mission Impossible series and the Bourne series. You know, it's and if you're a fan of the, those three um, movie franchises, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when when those certain elements appear because they're almost ripped straight from those movies, especially the Mission Impossible reference. I love the Mission Impossible reference, um, and so yeah, it's a uh, it's really fun to see that if you're if you're a fan of like spy movies. And while the story is small in scale, it does have a pretty compelling story. I never once found myself bored of of the movie. You know, it kept moving at a great pace. The characters were really compelling, I thought, and engaging throughout the entire movie. I will say the small scale kind of hurts it, but I'll get a little bit more into the cons of the movie in a little bit. But yeah, you know, a little late with the Black Widow movie, but I'd say this is still a very, very worthy entry into the MCU. But now comes the cons. As much as I like this movie, it has some big issues for me. I mean, first off, the villains are terrible. I can't really go too much into detail for fear of spoilers, but Taskmaster is such a colossal disappointment. I mean, this character is so far removed from the Taskmaster of the comics, or even if you played the uh, Spider-Man PS4 game, even there... I mean, this is pretty much a different character, in my opinion. And, you know, I don't mind changing characters from their comic counterparts to serve the story better or to modernize them better and whatnot, but this change pretty much served no purpose. And what we got wasn't even as good as Taskmaster. It wasn't better in any way. First off, he's barely in the movie, and... Taskmaster only has like a few lines of dialogue, so there's really no connection built between Taskmaster and Natasha. And I can't tell you how disappointing that is, because I was actually pretty excited to see Taskmaster in in the MCU. And, you know, I'll probably get into this a little bit more in the spoiler section. I'm just going to have like a mini spoiler section. But yeah, the other issue I had were the stakes of this movie. Like I mentioned earlier, it is a small-scale movie, but the stakes are pretty much inconsequential, no matter how you look at it. Nothing that happens in this movie really matters, especially since this movie doesn't even really bother to go too deeply into Natasha's past horrors, and it doesn't really explore how her dark past affects her now and how she reconciles that with the hypocrisy of calling herself a hero or her dealing with the consequences of being an assassin and a spy and her defection from the Red Room. And so, yeah, I just feel like this movie, if it's not going to have like a wider impact on the MCU because of circumstances outside of the movie, 
and the fact that, you know, Black Widow is already dead in the MCU and that you can't really have anything too earth shattering or else what are you going to how how are you going to fit that in with Infinity War and Endgame? But yeah, I just feel like if they can't go too big in terms of the world impact then maybe you could explore more deeper into the character but they didn't seem to do that either and so yeah it it is a little disappointing that this movie kind of struggles to kind of justify itself even though it is a good movie like it it doesn't need to be in there I will say it is still worthy of being an MCU movie but it there it does really struggle to sort of define its own existence or justify its own existence that being said you know what i really like this movie and and i i've enjoyed seeing it twice now uh, once in the theaters and once back home and it's super fun i really enjoyed it i don't know what to say you know i think some people yeah won't like it but man i i still really enjoyed it i may be a little biased because yeah i love the mcu so yeah i'm gonna give black widow three out of five popcorn you know not the most amazing MCU, but certainly not as bad as some people are saying. I'll have a mini spoiler section after this, but for those of you that don't want to be spoiled, um, I will see you on the next episode, which will most likely be Space Jam A New Legacy. This will be an interesting movie because I didn't necessarily want them to do a sequel to Space Jam. I grew up as a 90s kid and I watched the hell out of Space Jam and yeah it, it's a really fun movie but ah oh man I I don't know I I mean I love LeBron James but I just don't know about this new movie it the trailers didn't really get me excited and it just seems really like loud compared to the first one I don't know like there's just so much going on but we'll see you know it might turn out to be really good I'm gonna keep my mind open about that but I think one thing's for sure, you're never going to beat the music in the first one. Like, I Believe I Can Fly and uh, the Space Jam, like the opening theme, just those two songs alone, that soundtrack is amazing. Anyways, thanks for listening, and after this, I'm going to have a tiny, tiny spoiler section. Alrighty, bye. All right, so mini spoiler section here. Um, first off, Taskmaster. God, that was just so bad. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't know what they were thinking with this one. You know, it's funny because like this Taskmaster, first of all, is a completely different character. It's not Anthony Masters. It's um, it's revealed to be that she is uh, Dracov's daughter. And I wouldn't have really had a problem with this had they done a little bit more with this. Because really, this just amounts to usually using the Taskmaster name and doing nothing with it. Similarly to what they did with the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Although with that one, I wasn't as pissed off because it kind of made sense for the story and the twist was actually kind of funny. But And plus, we're getting the real Mandarin now in Shang-Chi. But this one doesn't do anything. And... You know, like, what would have made it a little bit better, I would think, is if they actually gave a reason for why it turned out to be Dracov's daughter, Antonia. And they had a perfect setup for it, too. First of all, give give her more agency. Like, in the movie, she's just this mind-controlled robot, almost. 
and she just doesn't do anything or say anything. It's just two lines throughout the entire movie. Like, what they could have done is, like, made her really angry at Natasha and out for revenge. You know, she's this super highly trained mercenary now who's got this photogenic reflex, which, by the way, is apparently now just a chip in her head. It's not even, like, a skill or a a superpower that, that she has. It's literally given to her by a computer. And it would have made more sense if, if she had some grudge against Natasha for basically c- treating her like collateral damage in, tr- in her own selfish attempt to get away from the Red Room. And this anger basically fueled her to try and get revenge on Natasha. And that would create this like really intense sort of relationship between the two hero and villains. And that would have been great. I just don't... I, right? Like, you don't really care throughout this movie like why is taskmaster doing what he what she does and and then the real mastermind behind everything drakov he's he's not he's not a very interesting villain either and so you're left with this movie with no real antagonist and just things just sort of happen i mean granted they're really fun and interesting things that are happening but there's no meaning behind it there's no substance behind any of it really and you had this chance to basically have Natasha come face to face with her selfish actions as a spy, as a as assassin, and really in the movie, all it amounts to is just her standing behind glass and saying, "I'm sorry." Like nothing else happens, and so yeah, it's super disappointing because they essentially erased a really cool character for no real reason. I mean, you could you could even keep the original Taskmaster, even. You know, just make him a... He is a mercenary in the in the comics. You could just have Dracov hire Taskmaster to train the Red Room assassins, you know, all the Black Widows, because of her insane ability to fight. And then, yeah, I mean, Dracov's got a ton of money, so it would make sense that he would hire a mercenary like Taskmaster to protect him and to train his Widows. And it's just like... You had a perfect setup. You had multiple perfect setups, and yet they went for the most bland and boring one. And then finally, the last thing I wanted to talk about is the post-credit scene, obviously. So there is a um, a mid-credit scene, or no, post-credit scene. And yeah, we get to see Valentino Allegra de, de la Fontaine, which is interesting because this movie was supposed to come out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this was supposed to be her first appearance. But I feel like it's better this way around. And so it kind of worked out that Falcon and the Winter Soldier got pushed up and Black Widow got pushed back. And so we got it in this order. And we find out that, yeah, uh, Yelena is part of whatever supervillain team or, you know, whether it be the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers, she's putting together a team just like Nick Fury did, but with more questionable people. And yeah, it seems like she's going to send Yelena after Clint. And presumably this is going to come to a head in the Hawkeye series later this year. So that'll be really interesting to see. I'm really, really excited and curious to see what kind of a team Val's actually putting together and for what purpose and how it will actually tie back into the other main heroes of the Avengers. So yeah. A lot of exciting stuff here happening in the MCU. Can't wait. But anyways, that's pretty much all I really wanted to talk about. So I will see you on the next episode. See ya.